So, so we have an interesting topic today. Do we now? In communication, that's right. And it's all about, you know, using people's names, addressing people by name, which I think a lot of times in conversation and in group conversations and even one-on-one uh, tend to get overlooked. Mm. And it's something that I've definitely picked up on just in my conversations with people, uh, social interaction across cultures too. Like when I communicate in French, in Turkish, in Greek, um, in English. Um, and so with you too, I think like you probably noticed that with Mandarin. Um, so I think it's like this is something that uh, goes beyond like cultural norms and is really about, you know, the person. Yeah. Um, so that's our topic. And we can Great. even talk about like ways of remembering people's names right when you meet them, which is what our video video is about. So if you haven't had a chance <laughs> to watch that yet, definitely check it out. Um, I think you'll appreciate it because it's something that a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. And, you know, right now people are probably thinking, well, what do I need to remember names for? I'm just hanging out at home. The reality is um, we still use people's names no matter sort of what our context is. Yeah. And uh, to the extent that you can use them, you can really reinforce the connection you have with that person, whether it's on the phone, over Skype, um, you know, or, yeah. or in person. And totally. so um, this really is something that uh, is worth getting good at and, uh, and, and sort of mastering because yeah. it goes a long way toward establishing a good relationship with the, the people that you interact with. Definitely. And they'll appreciate it too. Like you said, it helps, you know, establish the rapport and they'll feel good and they might not necessarily pinpoint why, you know, they might not say, oh, they remembered my name. Um, but they'll feel good because, you know, it's a nice, it's a courteous thing to do. And it sounds like it's one of these little things, right? It's just, it's remembering someone's name, but that's their identity. That's who they are. At least that's who, you know, if they're introducing you themselves as the name, right? Even if it's a nickname or if it's a name that they came up with themselves and would like to be called, right? You honor that and it's really nice and they'll feel, they'll walk away from that encounter feeling really good. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, uh, for us, when we learn someone else's name and we use it, it's just a name. For them, like you're saying, it's their identity, right? This yeah. is something they've heard their entire lives. Yeah. So just the sound of it conveys so much more meaning to them than it does to you. So it's easy to forget to use people's names when you're talking or avoid using them because you don't want to mispronounce it or yeah. you just forgot it. Um, that's easy to do. But um, when you when you are able to use it, uh, you trigger uh, this sense of familiarity with them that, like, like I was saying, really helps um, smooth out the conversation and, and reinforce that you're engaged and, and, you know, excited about interacting with them. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And I love that you brought up the different, um, like the name in a different language, different from your own language, right? So in that case, um, definitely, you know, ask what the correct pronunciation is. Say, I'm sorry, am I mispronouncing this? Or could you please repeat that one more time? I'd really like to get your name right, right? Because it's not fun for the other person. And and they'll, you know, be courteous, I'm sure. Like, I've definitely had situations where I might not be saying it that right. Um, but I'll make an effort and I'll ask. Mm. If I think it's off, I'll say, could you repeat that one more time? And he even, like, have them write it down phonetically. They'll, they'll really appreciate that. Yeah, right? yeah. And one of the things I like to do, actually, um, and my dad, I learned this from my dad, 
is you, you sort of ask about the etymology of the name. Oh, I love that. Right? Such so a good idea. You, you say, oh, that's interesting. Is that, you know, is that an Irish name or, um, you know, is that uh, a Korean name? Right? You, you sort of ask about the specific of the name, what the, the background is, because that's typically a great way to open up the conversation. You get to learn a little bit more about the person, what their heritage is. Um, and they also just appreciate that you're interested in sort of what their origins are, yeah, where they come from. where they're from. from, what the tradition is behind it. Um, yeah, you could even say, what's, you know, your name story? In certain cultures, there's like the whole naming ceremony that happens. This is specific mm. to, um, I think in some like Native American cultures, which is really cool, they tend to, some, some, some tribes, uh, wait, and they have like this whole naming ceremony. Wow. And, you know, you can ask people, uh, is there a story behind your name? Like, uh, I definitely remember asking my parents why they named me the way they named me. And I think it's so fun, you know, if somebody asks you that. And, you know, there's a right way to do it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you can just show some gen genuine interest. And it's really nice to kind of uh, connect with them on that level. So, you know, how how do we remember people's names? Well, we talked about, you know, when you're in a social setting, you can introduce people to them. And, you know, when somebody comes in, you get a second chance to ask the person their name, but you're not really asking their, them their name. It's right. more indirect, <laughs> which is a little sneaky, yes. But look, if you forget their name, and that's kind of like on us, right? The onus is on us for forgetting. So... Before we even get to that point of forgetting, my communication, one of my communication professors in college, my rhetoric professor, uh, we did a lot of public speaking in that class, but one of the sections was on remembering people's names. And he was a wonderful professor, uh, Professor Del Bono, I still remember his name. He um, said, you know, come up with like a mnemonic for yourself that you don't necessarily have to share with anybody. Um, just like the way the, the, it could be a mnemonic, it could be sort of like something uh, that helps you remember mm -hmm. uh, what their name is, like Greg, Gregarious, Greg, you know, great, you know, find something. Greg the garrulous. <laughs> find something. I didn't have to do that when I first <laughs> met you. Uh, your name is like pretty straightforward. <laughs> Greg is pretty, yeah. Though actually... Um, People confuse it with George, right? Well, also, it, for a lot of Asian languages, yeah. I found it's quite hard to pronounce. Gr, gr, yeah, the yeah gr, it's hard. Gr, That's the, hard. That, that, you don't see that much. Ours in, in general, Asia. in yeah. every language, like French, it's hard. In Turkish, it's hard. Yeah. You know, in Chinese, it's hard. In English, it's hard. In different types of English, it's hard, right? Because <laughs> there's not just one type of English. Totally. Um, and so, yeah, ours tend to trip people up. So don't yeah. worry too much about it. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, what happens when you encounter one of those names, one of those like really gnarly names that you, there's just no way you could pronounce? Are you, is it better to sort of, uh, you know, uh, massacre the name and, and still try and use it or, you know, stay quiet and, and um, not use the name? I think it's good to preface it with like, I'm so I'm so sorry. I'm probably butchering this. Uh, da -da 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 -da, the name. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or. Like if it's very different from your own language, but then I think you should really try to, you know, again, have a little tutorial with the person. Like, could you write it down phonetically? Uh, just show them that you're trying. Yeah. And maybe, you know, you can't produce that sound. That and it happens, right? There are certain sounds, depending on what our native language is, we have a really tough time 
replicating. Like some people can't even hear, I'm like pulling my hair out, <laughs> hear that sound, yeah. right? And the yeah. nuances. So just do your best, but I think it's really nice to you know preface it with, Am I mispronouncing this? I'm probably mispronouncing this. Could you help me with the pronunciation? Yeah, yeah. I really want to get your name right. Yeah, when, when I encounter those, what I like to do is um, associate whatever their name is, the pronunciation, pronunciation, um, to, to a word that I am familiar with, right? So uh, even though it might not be super precise, uh, if if I can find a word that I know yeah. that sounds similar that's really good to that name yeah. then I'll 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 just remember that word yeah uh, and use it right so I love that yeah it's it's a little different than the mnemonic strategy you're talking about in that um, it's not it has nothing to do with the meaning of the word it's just simply something that sounds similar to it yeah and that way I can just use words that I know and and it's close enough that yeah. they get it yeah uh, and most of the time people know if their name is easy to to, to pronounce or not. Um, when I was actually in China uh, teaching uh, English, yeah. uh, seventh grade English in um, a very remote uh, region of southwestern China. He took uh, me there. It is remote. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, too. Gorgeous. Really. One of the most beautiful places in China. Spectacular. called Yunnan. Pristine. Yeah, yeah. Gorgeous Clean, place. fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, the I, I knew the kids were not going to be able to pronounce my name. Uh, and so I had them call me Mr. G, because G they can say. Greg is tough, but yeah. Mr. G is G. easy. G they can say. In fact, there is there's that a, sound. There's just that sound in, yeah. in Chinese, right? Yeah. So um, that I basically gave that to them in uh, an opportunity to pronounce my name in a way that's easy. Yeah. And I think if you know that you have a tough name to pronounce, you can always do that. And when you're in cultures that you know have trouble with with that sort of syllable or that. Um, Phoneme, yeah, right. Good. Nice. Uh, you can just basically condense it, compress yeah. it into yeah. something that you know they can pronounce, because it makes it easier on them, and right. uh, then they're more comfortable, which makes you more comfortable and a better conversation overall. Right. Like, and if you know um, that that's going to be the case for certain like groups of people, you could say, "My name is da da da," but you can call me. Feel free to call yes. me da da da, or you can call me da da da. We have some people hopping on. Yeah. Hi, hello, welcome. If you guys have any questions, feel free to you know pop them in the, the interactive chat. That's why we're here live in front of you. Um, I have a funny story about names. So we talk about pronunciation being definitely like a problem source sometimes um, in terms of like remembering names, trying to recall it, like being able to use it. Uh, I always, for some reason, in like the American context, when I introduce myself as Mary Daphne, which is my name, it's my real name, my full name, uh, people like, <laughs> if yes. I had, if I had like a camera every single time, like one of those GoPros, body cam. Yeah, yeah. yeah, every single time I introduce my name to somebody, I think the reactions would be hilarious. That'd be really funny. And I would say it very like clearly and and like slowly, Mary Daphne. I'd be like. <laughs> You know, like, yeah. just so taken aback. They were not <laughs> expecting it. And for the longest time, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, not again. Like, I could basically time the reaction. And it's not crazy either. It's three syllables. I don't I don't know. Mary, everyone knows. That's yeah. a very standard yeah. name. Well, Daphne, okay, it's yeah. a little tougher. Yeah, well, Daphne, yeah. Like, so people were like, oh, like, Daphne, like, Scooby-Doo. Like, people don't really have that name, Daphne, in, in the American context. Right. Um, it's it's ubiquitous in like Greek and Turkish culture, French culture, um, 
well, not so much ubiquitous in French culture, but they have it. So when I went to France for the first time, um, when I was like, I think it was like 13, to study abroad, everyone in my school had, almost everyone, I'm telling you, this is not an exaggeration, 70% of the girls there had Mary something. Mm. So Mary Esrid, which is, who's one of my best friends, shout out to Mary Esrid if you're watching, Mary... Ombeline, Marie Hélène, Marie Caroline, Marie something. So they, they know the they, drill. Yeah, so they had the drill. So I'd be like, uh, bonjour, uh, je m'appelle Marie Daphne. And they'd be like, oh, Marie Daphne, like, ça va? Okay, so anyway, um, it's interesting, right? So in different contexts, like, things can make sense. And you just have to give people the benefit of the doubt and say, you know, you can call me MD. Yes. Totally fine. Just call me MD. Yeah. I think, you know. And choose, yeah, choose choose some kind of compression <laughs> that you're happy with. Um, MD is great. Uh, but you sometimes just say, call me Mary or call me Daphne. And I always, I, I get a kick out of it too. So yeah. I'm often around her, obviously, when she's introducing herself. And it's interesting what people latch on to. Some people latch on to the Mary part of yeah. her name. Yeah. Other people latch on to the Daphne part of their name. Some people just make up a new name, like Mary Beth, <laughs> Mary Ann. I'll be like, it's actually not that, but thank you for trying. Exactly. <laughs> and so um, uh, you just kind of roll with it. Yeah. I have another funny name story, which is in college, um, there uh, we have a cafeteria, right? So the colleges that we went to, you yeah. sleep at the college yeah. and you have all your meals at the college a, as a well. Typical right? American, a typical American like, college. Experience it's in a college. stayover yeah. college. And so uh, I wake up in the morning and I have an early breakfast. And there's always this uh, lady at the grill. Her name is Trudy. Oh, Trudy, she was and the best. She, she, you know, we had a good rapport. Uh, and since I was one of the first people at breakfast. I was, I was there too, yeah. Um, she loved to cook me up my egg sandwich the way I liked it. And uh, mm-hmm. the only thing was, and we'd always have a little chit-chat, you know, while yeah. she's while she's preparing it. Yeah. Um, but the only thing was she was convinced that my name was Craig. <laughs> my name is Greg with a G. She was convinced that it was with a C. Like Craig. C-R-A-I-G. Yeah. And um, so... <laughs> You know, I I got into this awkward situation where I was like, hmm, uh, it's now been you know several months. She she or more like years at this point. Yeah, yeah. She's known me for years, and the the further along it got, the harder it was for me to actually work up the courage to correct her. Well, because you've already built a connection. She yeah, already knew like exactly. how you liked your like if eggs I, or whatever. Yeah. And- if if I had told her. Actually, by the way, after two years of knowing me, you've been mispronouncing my name, and it's actually Greg. That would be very embarrassing for her, be yeah. embarrassing for me. Yeah. So I, the takeaway from this is... It's a great story. Uh, there's two takeaways, really. Um, the first is, if someone mispronounces your name, um, and, and you intending, you're expecting to have sort of an extended yeah. uh, acquaintance with them, correct it up front, right? Don't yeah. let it just drag on, because it just, like... It sits over you longer and longer. Yeah. Um, but if you don't correct it in time, uh, then just let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go. You know, yeah. uh, I just ran with Craig and I was yeah. happy with Craig. Yeah. I, Craig was my alter ego. He was my breakfast ego. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your breakfast uh, buddy. <laughs> yeah, my breakfast avatar. So anyways. That's a great story. Uh, yeah, it's a I love that story. one. I'm glad you brought that up too. Yeah. Because uh, there is like a time limit on these things sometimes, right? We have yeah. a lot of action in the chat. Oh, it's so great to see everyone here. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, the streaming setup. Um, what, one of the uh, one of the people in the audience mentioned how uh, important it was to just yeah. speak in general. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I totally agree with that. So I mean, true. Um, it's one of these. It's it's basically a muscle, right? And particularly if you live alone, 
um, you don't use that muscle very often. Yeah. And uh, when you don't use it, of course. It atrophies. It, it atrophies, right? Yeah. It gets weaker. Yeah. And so, um, you know, the more, the more that you can interact with people, uh, the more that muscle gets strengthened. Yes. Um, and, of course, you don't have to do that in person. There's, there's many other ways you can do it. Um, and, and even if you, if you don't have someone to interact with, of course, you can always set up your own podcast yeah, or, definitely. you know, YouTube channel yeah. and, uh, do all the talking you want and it's someone's so going to listen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and eventually, uh, yeah, it turns into something. You know, it's funny. A lot of, uh, YouTubers, uh, there's one in particular that I'm thinking of Ingrid Nelson. She's, uh, since she's reached like 4 million and now she's kind of doing something else, switching gears. So she's no longer active on YouTube. Um, my understanding is, but she talked about how her first foray into YouTube was because she wanted to get over this like shyness that, that mm. was crippling her. And she, you know, didn't feel like she was a good public speaker. She didn't feel like she had the confidence. So she started a YouTube channel and it was centered around makeup, which was something that she was interested in and really enjoyed talking about. And lo and behold, she started, you know, amassing this huge following. I mean, four mil, that's really what? substantial, right? Over the course of a decade or so. But still, um, for any of you uh, aspiring YouTubers, do it. Just know that it's a marathon, not a sprint. So it could also be, you know, something where you just, you you speak uh, in front of the camera and just, you know, start to kind of familiarize yourself with it. And you don't ever have to publish those videos if you don't feel like it. But yeah. Uh, it, I, I'm glad you brought that up because it's a great way of sort of, you know, using those muscles, utilizing those muscles. Totally. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, using people's names is just one aspect of communication. Obviously, on this channel, we have a much broader uh, uh, scope than, than just that. Totally. But it's a great place to start, right, um, by opening up with a name. Um, and using it throughout your conversation. Yeah. You really reinforce the connection with the person. Um, you reinforce your own position in the conversation, too. It feels good to use someone else's name. Yeah. It, you, you feel know, good about yourself, yeah, too. Yeah, you feel good about yourself. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I remembered it. So professional. You know, professional. Like, that was polished. Exactly. You know? It feels yeah. good. It's it's almost like a power move. It is. So, um, it is, yeah. So try it out, yeah. you know, and... and uh, um, Use some of the strategies from your other video in terms of remembering it yeah. so that you are able to do it. Yeah. And I think you'll feel sort of what we're describing here. And it's it's a cool feeling. Yeah. And uh, one last thing before we go, um, you know, in like group settings, when you're when you're with, you know, let's say two or more people in a conversation. One of my pet peeves is when someone refers to me as just like using my pronouns. So my pronouns are, are she and her. Okay. But now we know that there are more pronouns out there, which is cool. So, um, you know, ask them their pronouns. And instead of referring to them by, like, their pronoun in their presence, you can say Mary Daphne or MD. So it's like, for example, let's say we have three other people here, and I'm talking about Greg to everyone. Like, yeah, he's so good at IT and tech. Instead, say Greg is so good right. that first avoid time. The whole, uh, and then avoid that whole rigmarole morass. of, like, yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's a good, good tip. Yeah. And that's the other thing, right, too, about the pronouns. Like in teaching, um, we were always uh, instructed, at, you know, especially more recently. Yeah, more recently. Um, ask, you know, students what their pronouns are. And that's a nice thing to do. Right. So but whenever you get the chance to use their name and you don't have to do it every single time, 
you call them, you know, bring them into the light, but you do want to make it a habit of using their actual name or yeah. nickname. Yeah. Do we have any questions That's here? For your advice. Uh, the one other thing uh, that I was going to mention is um, when you're in more formal settings, you sometimes have to decide whether to use their first name or their last name, right? Is it yeah. A, is oh, it a that's good. Mr. Root versus Greg. Is it, you know, uh, Miss, right? So you have to you have to be strategic about that. In most common contexts these days, in modern context, generally speaking, using a first name yeah. is appropriate. In American culture. In American culture. Yeah. Um, but it really does depend on the context. And I don't think there's any obvious answer there. It never hurts to play it cosh, you know, play it play it safe. Yeah. And so use like start Mr. With the more formal. or Mrs. Yeah. yeah. With that, it's kind of tricky with women because if you're married, uh, you say Mrs. And so I would be Mrs. plus my last name. But um, it's not always clear if the woman is married. Like she might not be wearing a wedding ring or she might be, but you might not notice or whatever. I don't know. Um, so sometimes you should ask like, oh, is it Miss or Mrs.? And mm. they'll tell you. But it gets a little confusing yeah. Yeah. with that as well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, over time you uh, you figure it out and – uh, <laughs> you start to you start to you know find the right balance of which to use. Yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of like being afraid to speak, we have a lot of videos about that. So I'll link below some of the playlists. A lot of it has to do with just you know like increasing confidence, which seems like a little thing, but it can really help um, projecting your voice, just being confident and feeling comfortable, and not feeling like you have to you know say something perfectly or say it you know. Let's just end with that. Um, remember we were talking about that podcast and mm. you were talking about how that person sounded super polished. Yeah. Okay. The, Greg has a great anecdote he's just going to share quickly about like in terms of not feeling like you have to be on the whole time, like perfect the whole time, because that could actually be concealing like your genuine authenticity. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of a... Um well, anyways, I'll, I'll tell the story. So, so basically, there was this guy, uh, this founder of a company recently, who um, uh, had this high flying company, and he was uh, just went public. And I was listening to a podcast with him, and he just sounded so convincing, so smooth talking, like just uh, like the perfect communicator yeah, that you can fathom in your exactly. mind. Exactly, like everything he said made complete sense. No it was filler words. Very clearly. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. It sounded also very down to earth and genuine. I was like, anything this guy says, I believe. <laughs> and it turned out, like uh, a few weeks after he went on to this podcast, you know, talking about how wonderful his company was, uh, it turns out the company was embroiled in all kinds of fraudulent activity. Um, and that they had massively overstated the performance of their of their business. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the company's Nicola, in case you were wondering, um, which was like a, a battery. It still is a uh, a bat or a hydrogen fuel cell uh, vehicle, which is really company. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. The it's concept's awesome. awesome. Um, but the point is, this guy had um, such an incredible communication style, um, and I was like, wow, this is an amazing person. But that almost that that sort of hid what was going on yeah. under underneath. So yeah. you know, don't always connect the smoothness of someone's communication abilities with uh, the quality of of who they are, their moral principles, and you know the yeah. validity of what they're saying. It's yeah. just an important thing to remember. And also, what I like about that is that it alleviates the pressure, right? It reduces the pressure to always just sound like 
perfect. And that's just not human. It's not natural. Like to be a good communicator, it's about also listening really well. It's mm -hmm. about connecting well, like mm -hmm. using names, right? Just things like that. The things that we talk about really enriching your social uh, social connections. Yep. So yeah, don't feel the pressure of just like whatever you think of perfect as something that you need to do, right? If you have an accent, that's okay, right? I always like to say if you have an accent, that means that you actually know more than one language, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, so just, you know, take it step by step and we're here for you, right? This channel is for you. So thank you for joining us. And we're going to hop on now to Seeker Wealth, where Greg is going to be leading us in a fun new discussion uh, with like financial literacy and all of that. And then following that, we're going to do an advanced English. Uh, we started a new channel, Advanced English. So hop on to the channel page on Exploring to be connected to the advanced English. Uh, it's just meant to, you know, for people who's... Um, for whom English is a second or third or fourth language, uh, a great way, a supplement to Exploring. So to use that in conjunction with Exploring. So that's it from us for today. Right. We'll see you in the other channels if yeah. you join us there. Great to have you. Happy Exploring.